from the Geeks and Marriage podcast. Welcome back. And once again, we've got a fantastic episode where we've got a guest, which is Yay. so exciting. And she also hails from our favorite country of Canada. It is Anita. Hello, Anita. Hello. Hello. Well, um, oh, obviously, oh, I got so excited I kicked the table. This is how excited <laughs> oh, I am God. about this. Um, so, Anita, for our listeners who might not know about you, would, would you like to tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, my God. Sure. I'm, uh, I live in Canada, so you yes. probably hear my funny accent, which I'm not used to being the one with the accent, so this will be interesting. <laughs> I'm a social media consultant here, and I specialize in helping small business owners learn how to use social media to promote their businesses. That's fantastic. Um, so how did you stumble into that world? Was it something that you um, wanted to do, or is it something that you kind of learned and then you decided to pass on your knowledge? Um, I kind of stumbled into it, actually. Mm -hmm. I was, I had a long career. I worked for 14 years as a fundraiser for local charities. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I never really enjoyed that. But what mm. the part of it that I did enjoy was the communication side of things, the mm. promotion. Mm -hmm. And in my last job, I got to go on this wonderful uh, job shadowing opportunity mm -hmm. in another part of Canada. And while I was there, I found out that they were actually outsourcing all of their social media and communication work to outsourcers. And mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that meant at the time. Mm -hmm. But about eight months later, I lost my job and I decided I wasn't going to be a fundraiser anymore. Okay. I was going to go start this business focusing on social media. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of jumped in. I didn't even know what that looked like. But I said, I'm going to go do this because that's the stuff that's fun. Mm -hmm. That sounds so, so cool. It was really cool. There wasn't a lot going on in social media here in Halifax at the time. Mm -hmm. There certainly were no jobs available mm -hmm. in social media. Nobody was talking about, you know, we didn't, job descriptions didn't even say you need social media skills yeah. Yeah. at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was before that kind of revolution happened mm -hmm. here. And there were very few people talking about it from a business perspective. So I was kind of early in the game, which mm -hmm. is always good. Yeah. And now I've been doing that for eight years. Wow. Well, yeah. Then you have a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's quite funny because we, um, we both studied marketing degrees, which is how we kind of met because we met through mutual friends who were the same mm -hmm. uni, but then we realized we were on the same course. Um, and when we started, so we started studying in 2010, so it would have been about eight years ago. Um, that wasn't a thing either. So like, you know, when we were starting to look at jobs, a social media job as a whole, like as a, as a full-time job wasn't a thing really. I mean, it was kind of like it, we when we graduated, it was just about a part of the job, but it wasn't mm. necessarily like a big thing. And obviously there's so many benefits to social media. And I think there's still like, I mean, I'm still finding it a little bit that people in the company kind of say, oh, well, that hyperloid social media, I don't know what that does for me. Yeah, you know, Nothing beats a good conversation. I'm like, well. I think it's even like, it's it's even the, the stage now where a lot of companies still kind of don't understand oh, what yeah. social media marketing is. And they, they expect you to start the job and their Facebook page and Twitter page will instantly grow by like tens of thousands of followers and things like that. And like they they don't have a good solid grip on what no. social media marketing is or what it can be used to achieve and things like mm -hmm. that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't have a job mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that. Yeah. Like every day I'm explaining to people why they should be getting into social media. And mm -hmm. I can't even believe some days that I still have to explain that when Facebook is, what, 14 years old now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of crazy, really. Yeah, it is crazy. Because, like, you know, you think about, um, like, if you just explain to them as, like, you do remember how many people you would have run into on social media like you know you have a personal facebook page you know i'm sure that you have reconnected with people from your past on that facebook page imagine that just for your business instead like isn't that wonderful and it's just it's very like i think once they understand it it is very powerful um but i do realize that we aren't actually here to talk about that although it is relevant because podcasting obviously has grown quite oh, a bit and social yeah. media is the main way that you promote it but we are here to talk about more about the relationship aspect of what social media can do. Um, and you do have a fantastic story. So, I, Yeah, I do have a story that I think is, is pretty interesting that involves social media. Mm -hmm. So um, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Facebook is the reason I'm married today. There's no other way to put it. That's awesome. So, <laughs> you know, about, oh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago when Facebook started, um, my high school boyfriend and I reconnected on Facebook and mm. it was just like you reconnect with everybody on yeah. Facebook yeah. when yeah. it started, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And we never, you know, we never really talked very much on Facebook on birthdays. We might send a birthday message mm. and that was about it because we were both married to other people. Oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, four years ago when I was going through the process of getting divorced, I sent him a message one day and said, hey, I'm getting divorced. Um, I know you've been struggling with that. Can you, do you have any tips? Mm -hmm. And basically he wrote back and said, yeah, we're getting divorced. And here wow. we are four years later, we're married. Aww. And it was it's all because of Facebook. I mean, it was that first message. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if I hadn't had Facebook, I would have had no other way really to get in touch with him. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we, um, uh, we kind of, we met in person because of friends, but then we kind of just like kept messaging each other on Facebook Messenger. So we yeah. do have like long, hour long conversations on Facebook Messenger. And it is interesting that you can find out like already so much about a person. So you can kind of almost figure out whether you like them before you start talking to them, if that makes sense. Oh, well, it makes perfect sense to me. We did the same thing because mm. we lived at the time we were living six hours apart. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> You know, we were having conversations on Facebook and very quickly realized this was going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then we would have the hour-long messenger conversations mm. with voice. And, yeah, we played 20 questions just <laughs> to answer funny questions. And we always laughed because one of the very first questions I asked him was, dogs or cats? Uh, <laughs> oh, and what's classic. the answer? What's the answer? you got to tell us the answer. So the answer was cats, which is good because I'm a cat person. Mm. Yes, we have both. Um, so we kind of straddled the line, but <laughs> I'm definitely more of a cat person. I've, I've reaffirmed this in my in my uh, mm. thinking because they're just so much easier. Less maintenance. Just they less are. Maintenance. I agree. Cats are much easier. Yeah, it's it's a fundamental question. You know, it tells you a lot about the personality of. A, of you have someone. to know these things going in. Yeah, absolutely. There were there were two. One was cats versus dogs, and mm -hmm. the other was I had to make sure he wasn't a smoker. Oh, oh yeah. of course of course yeah that is a big deal breaker see for us yeah. i think it was um also the star trek versus star wars question although we kind of love both so that was a bit of a a bit of a non-starter we bonded over but ghostbusters of all things we did yeah that was the first conversation that we had effectively nerd related was about 
Ghostbusters, and there was me, because when we first met, I was just cripplingly shy. And it was so cute. I had been with my um, girlfriend for like four years. Yeah. And we we'd broken up a little while ago, but we had I'd made the mistake of remaining friends with her. Uh-huh. Um, so I never really had the chance to kind of get over that relationship. Um, and then my friend said, you know, well, you know, he's he was engaged at the time, and he was like. We're going to have a few friends over tonight. We're going to play some board games. Do you want to come along? I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll be fantastic. Little did I know that they were trying to set me up with my game. I still, to this day, don't believe that that was the intention. I, I think they just, do. like, retrospectively thought, oh, this is a good story. Let's tell them that we intended for this to happen. No, I guarantee that they had planned for this. <laughs> um, so we ended, yeah, so we, I was cripplingly shy. I barely said a word to you all yeah. night. I yeah. avoided eye contact. I didn't sit next to you. Like, cause I remember, like I remember looking feel. at you and... <laughs> Exactly, yeah. That's the thing that attracted you to me. You're like, yeah. oh my god, this guy's so shy. I must I'm like him. a moth with yeah. shy guys. Pretty much. Like, you know, like a moth to light. It's like, ooh, you're shy. You're scared. I will make you feel better. Because, like, I'm, like, not good in social situations, actually. Mm. So I find it easier if, like, I'm not the most scared person in the room. Mm. So that's why I was like going up to Alex all the time and trying to get him out of his shell. That was hilarious. Because you were like, so uncomfortable. Why is she talking to me? Oh, God, she's so pretty. Why is she talking to me? That's funny because we, Kevin and I are the complete opposites. I'm very much an introvert. I'm very much, mm-hmm. I will, I can go to a networking event or a party and talk to people that I know, but I don't like talking to new people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got that. Kevin, yep. Kevin is actually an extrovert. So he goes somewhere and he loves to be the center of attention. And, and it's just the complete opposite. How so. how does his brain work? Because yeah. I'm like so like I'm I can go to business networking events quite easily um, yes. and talk to people because it feels different. But like put me in a social situation where I have to interact with people, even with people that I know. But like especially people that I don't know. Whoo! I don't know how the extroverts do it. How do they? How does he do it? Do you know? I I, I don't know. I don't know how his brain works that way because it's. <laughs> so foreign to me i would go and i'd just be exhausted when i come home and he would go and he'll just he'll be raring to go when we get home oh no we always fall asleep after like a social event Uh, if we're there for more than an hour we start to get drowsy and a little bit cranky and we think okay you know what let's just go home and go to bed part of it is he um he is also a shriner clown so shriners international and he dresses up as a clown to entertain kids and crowds as part of that so I don't know which came first, the clown or the extrovert. <laughs> Chicken or egg. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which came first, but it's certainly part of his personality. That's that's so cool. Like, does that? How does that work in your dynamic? Do you find that quite good? Because at least it like helps you to be you. more outwardly. Because obviously we have the problem that we'll go into a social situation and then we're just clinging on to each other, like, please let's go home. And that yeah. probably <laughs> doesn't help having friends because we don't have friends. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting because when I go, like, I know that I, I have the reputation in the community of being a very outgoing person. So when I go to networking, mm-hmm. business networking, I have no problem going and talking to people. Mm-hmm. But when I go to shrine events, mm-hmm. shriners events, I kind of just follow him around like a puppy dog. <laughs> because it's the opposite. I don't, I don't want to talk to people. I yeah, don't absolutely. Wanna... 
small talk. So it's 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 interesting. I have those two very different personalities. Yeah. No, I have the same thing. I I told people at work actually recently. Um, I told them I'm like, oh, I'm definitely an introvert. They were like, no, mm-hmm. no, you're not. Yeah. I'm like, it's not. It's not like That's I won't thing, talk a, to people. A lot of people have a fundamental but, misunderstanding of like what an introvert is. Yeah, I guess. absolutely. Because um, like to me, it's like it's not that I won't talk to people. It's the fact that it takes a lot more energy for me yeah. to be able to do that, and like it takes a lot more. And it is kind somewhat more courage. uncomfortable. For, yeah, yeah, like you say, yeah, it takes a lot more courage for us to make that first step and say, "Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, you know, how are you?" And yeah. like. It's not necessarily that we don't want to talk to people because we do. Yeah. This is the thing that we always say is that we're social introverts. So we're really shy. Well, yeah. So we're quite shy and it takes a lot of extra energy to do these things. But we love talking to people and we do love having friends and things like that. Yeah. It just takes a lot of extra effort for us to get to that place. Yeah. I think that's the typical introvert thing. Mm -hmm. But you're right. People people misunderstand what an introvert is. They think it means you're shy. Yeah, yeah. or you sit and in the house all day or something like that. Yeah, and it's it's totally not that. But it's that when you go out and you do this stuff, then you come home and you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hey, I'll go out and I'll teach a class, and then I come home and I can't work for the rest of the day. I have to have a nap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that whole thing of like you know when I'm for example a little bit ill. I, I can't like sustain a social conversation for more than 15 minutes because I'm just already tired from feeling ill. And then it's like on top of that, having the social conversation. So I remember when we had, when we lived in like flats, the mm. next door neighbor is literally like the, the the door that was two steps away from ours. We became really good friends with. And when they would come up around and I would um, not be feeling well, they'd be there and I would come out for like 15 minutes and I'd be like, okay, I need to go up to bed, bed, I need bed. So it's such, such, such an interesting thing because yeah, a lot of people just don't, get that mm. and like are you the same like us where you like actually public speaking it's just once you yeah. get out of it because we love public speaking yeah if i could make I a career it. out of public speaking i would happily do that i love it I know. and i think I've it's something i'm quite good years. at years mm. yeah mm. i've said that since high school i've always wanted to speak on stage mm-hmm. and i'm very comfortable to get up on stage and yeah. speak as long as i know what i'm talking about exactly yeah yeah, yeah. but the idea of going to a party and being the center <laughs> yeah. of attention at a party just scares the living daylights out of me yeah, I know. Absolutely. that's the same as us like my lifelong dream is to do a ted talk one day mm. although once i looked more into ted talks now i'm like mm. i had to do a little bit of research into them for <laughs> some some presentation and i was like oh this has just ruined my dream a little bit um but it's so fascinating isn't it it's like then like you know i for example look at um because i watch a lot of youtube i don't know whether you do that i don't know whether that social media part of it is kind of your forte um but I watch a lot of YouTube you and I find myself really religiously like obsessed with people's lives. But I don't know whether that's just because when they're like, I love vlogs. I love when people just naturally talk to a camera. And I guess I'm just kind of like living some part of my life through them because they're like go to, out to parties and they have friends and stuff like that. I'm just watching them like, oh my God, how do you do this? And they have relationships and everything. <laughs> Am yeah, I the only I one? I don't watch a ton of YouTube. My I, most of the YouTube I watch is the stuff my kids make me watch. Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mom, you've got to see this new meme. You've got to see this new Vine. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, Vine. Yeah. No, it's That's not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> funny to you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still miss Vine a little bit, actually. We miss Vine a um, lot. I know. Uh-oh. But there's like so many, like, I don't know. It's really interesting to me that, like, you know, I can 
like meet a lot of people in like work and stuff like that but then i can know people a lot better that i follow just on social media and i can like get invested in their relationships like yesterday i watched a video of like this youtube couple um like getting engaged and i was like oh my god they're engaged and i'm like why am i what this is the strangest yeah, you were couple so excited about I it i was so excited <laughs> is that wrong you got excited about one where they had they had a kid oh i, I you cried lost at that your, you lost your mind I cried And I'm just like, Maggie, these are complete strangers to you. Why are you so excited about this? Because they're so sweet. They, like, love each other so much. It's nice to see. There's, like, so so many people who seem to, like, make a habit out of making it seem like they don't care about their relationships, Mm. which really makes me sad. Mm. Like, that... that It's interesting. It's interesting how we create those relationships with people we don't know, though. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, there's a couple of people in my Twitter feed. Twitter's my favorite social network. So I spend a lot of time on Twitter Mm -hmm. and there's, um, two guys on my Twitter feed Mm -hmm. that I just know to talk to who adopted a baby this week. And it was all I could do. Like I was just constantly refreshing the feed, waiting for that first picture of the baby on the day that they adopted her. Oh, you know, and I've never met them. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? I was like, I'm obsessively watching because this YouTuber, she was like pregnant and she was really having a hard time with it, which also showed me a completely different side to that, which I didn't realize, you know, like a lot of people don't talk about when they struggle with being pregnant and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. now she's had the baby and she's she's doing Vlogmas. So she's like vlogging every day. And surprisingly, she's like, she's just made a decision to keep vlogging every single day because she says, well, I want to have those memories to look back on. So I'm like so invested. I'm like every day I'm like waiting for this vlog of like this little baby. It's so cute. And they are such a good relationship. And it just makes me happy that there's good relationships out there. Because uh, you have it at work a lot, don't you, Alex? Where like people seem to be. Yeah, it's like, like it's a it's. A social trend almost for people to talk badly about their partners and their spouses behind their backs. So it's a very big thing in the UK. I'm not sure if it's the same over in Canada, but it's just like the classic office culture of people complaining about their husbands or wives or trying to act hard and and tough and independent in front of their friends, even though when they're at home, you know, half the time they're clinging to each other for dear life, but, like, they they spend all their time at work just saying, oh, well, you know, I have to take care of him all day and uh, look after him and he, this, that, and the other. Um, it's a bit... And, yeah, it's just, it's a shame to see because, it's like, why can't you just freely admit that you love this person and you enjoy their company and you are friends with them? Like, it's not that big yeah. a deal. I, I think it is the same here. I, I mean, I certainly hear lots about that. I remember just last week having a conversation with somebody who, God, she actually said some really terrible things mm. about her husband's health and where, you know, just, mm. I couldn't, I was blown away by yeah. what she was saying. I'm thinking if it's that bad, then, you know, do something. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, but if it's not that bad, then why are you saying that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, there was um, a couple of years ago, there was a post came across my Facebook and it was something about, you know, it's perfectly normal for couples to argue and have yeah. yelling matches and, you know, 9% of couples do this. And I thought it's it's not perfectly normal. If no. all you ever do is yell and scream at each other, that's yeah. that's not normal. It's no. not good. It's not healthy. No, no absolutely. So, if you come home know. and the first thing you do is start is, is like almost find an excuse to start a fight. That's the thing. You know, it is it is frustrating to see these people who, like, 
almost think that it's okay to not be in love like it's like oh yeah no like oh yeah i'm not that attached to that person it's like why not yeah like you're, you're together you're married or whatever you have kids together like why is it so difficult for you just to say yeah i'm married i love her yeah it's not a big deal like it's not i talk we both talk unashamedly about our relationship and things like that to our friends like we don't make a point of saying it but if we end up getting into a conversation where we talk about relationships and stuff like that neither of us are afraid to just say like yeah i'm in love with married my best friend type of thing you know yeah. it's not a big deal and you get those people who look at you like you're stupid or something and you're like oh i'm sorry did i say something positive about my wife i do apologize <laughs> like i know it's not a trend i do apologize yeah it's it's weird i don't know i don't like you said i don't make a point of going out and gushing about yeah. my relationship but we never argue we have never mm. we've had a few disagreements mm -hmm. usually usually about coffee <laughs> <laughs> is he a tim hortons fan by any chance he is a tim hortons fan and <laughs> yes. i am not oh, no. oh yeah okay so you know um next time can we talk to him as well? <laughs> can he just send us some french vanilla please that's all we need that's all we want <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's real coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean, though. Like a, a lot of people do have the thing where like flavored coffee isn't like a real cup of coffee. Yeah. But I think for us, we both have like quite a strong sweet tooth. Yeah. So we tried the French vanilla for the first time, and it that's it. We're done now forever. Yeah. yeah no, I I just don't feel like that. They actually use real coffee in that one. That's fair. <laughs> it's that's just, fair. Fair enough. I don't know. To me, that's just pure sugar. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if that's the like worst disagreement, then yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Like we've had yeah. a couple of like spats, like where we maybe haven't talked to each other for yeah. like maybe three hours. But the funniest thing when that happens is that usually we'll be in the same room, just ignoring each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple hours will pass, and the thought will run through both of our heads, like, what, what, why are we doing this again? What are we arguing about? can't remember okay cool do you want to do you want some food yeah right and that's that'll be something it fundamental no like, god it's never anything no it's never been it. it's always when because we both generally have problems with low blood sugar so if we go for a longer period of time without eating then we get hangry and we get grouchy and snappy at each other and short-tempered and like it always devolves from there but we never like scream at each other or no. have any fundamental problems with one another no 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 we don't either we've never had one time when we've yelled at each other yeah yeah like because like fundamentally if you have something in your head like a gripe or something because i do remember a couple of times when i've like been coming home and for some reason i've like felt frustrated with you and like i thought Ugh. and then i just like had that crystallizing thought of like but could I imagine life without this person? And I was like, yeah. nope. So I just like, is it is this fundamental to our relationship and to my life for the future? Nope. Okay, cool. Move on. Or if it is, then okay, let's talk about you it. But it. Yeah, like, you say something to me. You don't just yeah. like come in just like, oh, oh, I have this colleague. Oh my god, I honestly want to just call <laughs> up his wife and say, please leave him because he's terrible. Um, like he was. He was leaving. I mean, I, I don't have a great relationship with him anyway because he's a bit, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't get along with him a little bit. And um, and he was, like, leaving. And he was like, oh, what have you guys got for your, for your weekend? And they're like, oh, you know, just sitting at home and stuff like that. He's like, what about you? And he was like, well, the wife's going up to Glasgow for a concert. So I'm having to take care of the kids and do all the laundry yeah. and the dishwashing and stuff like that. Oh, 
I was like, really? It's like, I'm so sorry that you're a fully functioning adult. I do. That must be a huge burden. <laughs> oh, I just wanted yeah. to like slap him across the face right then and there. I'm like, seriously? Like, your wife must have the patience of a saint because I would not. And I'm I'm the messy one in our relationship, so I don't know how you deal with it, Alex. <laughs> hey. You just take that's, care of it. <laughs> that's probably our biggest disagreement really i mean we we joke about the coffee because he's tim hortons and i'm starbucks <laughs> oh. but our level of cleanliness is probably the only real issue that mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. but that's like normal isn't it because like everybody I has a different so. level yeah absolutely like i'm just a bit more like dump it now clean it up later but sometimes like i'm weird because i have some things where i'm really particular about them yeah you are yeah like shoes for example although i do dump them but like you do. Like, I always take them off as soon as I come in, for example, whereas you don't. No, I don't mind having shoes on all day. Uh, but see, like, the that's dishwasher. The do you guys fight over the dishwasher? We don't have a dishwasher, so we have to do hand dishwashing. And usually uh. it's... It, I think I usually prefer to do it because I'm that lazy that I prefer to do it because I can stand in one place rather <laughs> than having to clean everything else up. So usually I'm like, I'll do the dishes and you hoover. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that if you don't load the dishwasher properly, I will go behind you and rearrange the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do so that, that at work. Get clean. I do that at work. I really get irritated with people who put, like, the bowls in the place where the cups go and stuff like that. I'm like, why? Why? And I've even confronted one guy at work because we have dishwashers at work. I've confronted so him. And he was like, oh, I just find it hilarious that people get so hung up about that. I'm like, what? What kind of a monster are you that you do this on purpose just to piss people off? <laughs> oh, oh that really irritates me so i get that i get that we were actually saying that for um recruiting like because we do placement days where we have people play board games in a little bit of a different way so that you can kind of observe behavior unexpectedly really for those people we were saying if we get people to load a dishwasher yeah we know who we want and who we don't <laughs> that's hilarious that'd be right. great right like if they just haphazardly just throw everything in wherever they see of space first oh no no i can't live with that person that's disgusting yeah, you gotta got have an order to that. So I get well, that. Well, if you don't, things don't get clean. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever have a dishwasher at home. I think I just get too stressed over like making it perfect. It's just easier to just wash. I the think dishes. we'd we'd get even more lazy if we had a dishwasher. Yeah, definitely. Like, should we wash the dishes? Like, no, let's wait until the dishwasher's full, and then do it. <laughs> And then be those people that, like, keep taking clean stuff out of the dishwasher, then pile it up on the bench, and then once the dishwasher's empty, then reload it. Yeah, no. It wouldn't work. (laughs) I resemble that remark. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, I mean, you know, go back to the coffee argument, to be fair, I am a Starbucks um, basic white woman. So, you know. And I'm a Costa, so we have that disagreement. You're a Starbucks girl, I'm a Costa guy, and I don't know why. (laughs) You guys don't have Costa, Costa, do you? No, we don't. No. Yeah, it just it just isn't I don't know, the coffee's just different in Costa completely. It is, yeah. They've they've I, I see I prefer like their seasonal stuff over Starbucks seasonal stuff. So the Starbucks Christmas coffees and things like that they have, I'm not a big fan of, but I prefer the Costa Christmas coffee and mm. hot chocolate and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So apart from those small things, I'm guessing <laughs> your relationship's fantastic otherwise. It sounds like you guys are really lovely together. Pretty much, yeah. Mm, I mean, awesome. people people see me when they see me out and about, and they say, oh, you look really happy. You seem to be Aww. enjoying life. And I can honestly look back and say, well, you know, I am. Aw. That's so why I love things, love. 
having been in completely the opposite situation before, it's really nice to be able to go out and just say, yeah, I am pretty darn happy right now. Yeah. You know, we had that as well with our previous relationships. We were both in like four and a half year relationships, I think it was. Um, And, you know, like we kind of almost suffered through them because we didn't know any better. So then when we got together, we were like, oh my God, this is completely different. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is what it's meant to be like. Awesome. <laughs> I know. That's what I say too. You yeah. know, I was I was resigned to the fact that well, this is just how married life is. Yeah. This is just this is the best I'm going to get. Yeah. Until I decided that that wasn't good enough. Yeah. And and now, you know, we just we just we look at each other all the time and say, "I can't believe we're adults." Oh, we do that we as have well. That. Yeah, we have that. Because we're, we just have so much fun together. I yeah. can't believe this is considered... Like, people... We have three kids that live with us. Three teenagers. Wow, I yeah. can't believe that we're trusted to bring <laughs> these three people into the world because... I know. I know. We, we, like, when we talk about having kids in the future, I'm like, are you sure we're adult enough to, like, have other humans rely on us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we look at each other all the time and think that. And we have a lot of fun with the teenagers. And mm-hmm. Sometimes I think, sometimes it feels like they're more adult than we are. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> it's when, oh, I have people at work because we have quite a young like workforce because we take a lot of like university graduates and stuff like that. Um, like some of them are like 22 and buying a house and I'm like, I'm 26 and I'm renting a house and just have animals. But I'm married on top of you, so yay. <laughs> I'm at a different point of adulthood, but yeah, I don't feel adult enough yet. <laughs> So once we actually get to having kids, we'll definitely bring you back up and be like, how? How do you adult? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easier once they get to be teenagers. They kind of take care of themselves. So mm. Yeah, I can imagine much. that. Yeah, most people are complaining about their teenagers and how awful they are in different ways. And, and I actually get to go around and brag about how good my teenagers are. Oh, that's awesome. They're just, you know, we don't have yet any of those stereotypical teenage problems that people complain about. So I just get to go around and tell really good stories about my teenagers and it's kind of nice. That's awesome. That is great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, I think based on my mother's genes, um, she never had, she was never a proper teenager and I wasn't, but now she, um, like when my parents got divorced and stuff like that and she's just in her like early 50s and she is going out clubbing yeah she's like active social life than we do oh yeah she's all about those rock concerts and studded belts and stuff like that i'm like mom you're a teenager so but when it when it comes to relationships we have like a general rule of thumb which is don't keep score so like you like don't hold grudges and don't say well i did this so you should do this type of thing like it's not about keeping score because all those things just naturally kind of fall into place yeah. almost yeah it should i don't i don't think we keep score mm-hmm. yeah i mean i do if i'm if ever i do feel like he's not pulling his weight yeah. which, you know we all we all feel that way sometimes yeah, yeah. I think. absolutely i'll just say okay I'll stop and think about and remind myself that, well, he does this and he Mm -hmm. does this, he does this. And it may not happen every day, but those like the lawn care and the shoveling Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I just have to remind myself that there are other things that he does that don't involve doing dishes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
sometimes you just got to think about the fact it's like, well, is this really like the most fundamental thing in the world that will completely crumble my world? Probably not. We'll just, you know, mm. we'll just pick it up when we can. I mean, my friend actually, um, she like her and her boyfriend had just bought a house together and stuff like that. And a lot of people think that he's quite lazy um, because he plays games a lot. Um, but actually, in, you know, she always says, well, I, you know, run a choir and I'm a teacher. And I also, um, on the side, you know, go and do other concerts and like stuff like that. And, stuff and well. volunteer and all of that. And you know what? The fact that I can come home and there's a house there and, you know, that he's there for me is all I need. Like, it doesn't matter if he maybe doesn't do the dishes every day and stuff like that. Because ultimately... I want him around. It doesn't it's matter, like, yeah. Like, yeah. All, that, all those thoughts kind of disappear as soon as you walk into the house and see the other person. Mm. And there's instantly that moment of, oh, God, it's not worth... Like, everything's just so nice. Mm-hmm. Why bother mm-hmm. bringing something up that might ruin that? Yeah. Or just knowing that you can just sit down and start laughing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> exactly, yeah, even so. <laughs> all those in-jokes. Do you have a lot of in-jokes? Because we have a lot of in-jokes. <laughs> Yeah, we have we have a lot of in jokes for sure, and I mean one of our best ones is we'll be sitting at the dinner table with all of the kids, and we'll just look at look at each other from opposite ends of the table, and we're having a conversation with just our faces. Absolutely. And our teenagers <laughs> will look at us. The sound cut out. Oh, the sound oh, cut out again yep. there for a second. Yeah. Our teenagers will just look at us and go, "You're you're doing it. You're you guys are having <laughs> a conversation, aren't you?" <laughs> you guys are doing the thing, aren't you, right now? You're doing that thing. I can tell by the look in your eyes. You're talking to each other with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. wonderful. So, yeah, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it gotta really keep is. Laughing. You gotta yeah. keep laughing through life. Right. Well, I think that's probably all the time we have for today. Anita, mm-hmm. I know we've taken a lot of your time and I know we were late, so we really apologize for that. But thank you so, for, for so much for coming to join us. Um, do you want to give our listeners one more little brief summary of you, just um, where they can find you and all of that? Sure. So uh, you can find me everywhere at uh, Anita Kirkbride. That's Kirkbride, not Bridge, just in case. (laughs) And uh, my company is Twerp Communications. So I am TWIRP.ca. And between those two things, usually people can find me. I'm on all the networks and and I love to talk to people, especially on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love to talk about social media. So brilliant. Well, we'll we'll put all of Anita's links in the Mm -hmm. episode description as well. So you can definitely check her out through that. Anita, thank you once again. This was really fun a conversation we just love talking about ourselves so sorry if we um talked a lot about ourselves <laughs> and about our relationship we, we always get carried away fun. when talking about love <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was fun and it, it is nice to come and talk about something other than social media mm. really for change absolutely absolutely although we did start off like that so <laughs> but thank you so much anita thanks for having me From lifestyle and marriage to film and TV, it's Geeks and Marriage, hosted by your favorite geek.